and thank you for tuning in to Picking Up Where My Parents Left Off. I'm your host, Sydney Knight, and today we're going to talk about the feminization of men and why it's detrimental and what the real agenda behind that is. So stay tuned. Okay, so I wanted to just go ahead and jump right into the feminization of men and what I'm more so speaking towards. So just in the media, there's definitely a lot of attack on masculinity. There's like a watering down of it, men wearing dresses and wigs and um, doing things that are more feminine-like. And it's not so much that that that's what they want to do. A lot of these men are doing it because they signed a contract and that's what they have to do. And so, but it's skewing the minds of the masses seeing so-called straight men do things that are very feminine. Um, I don't think that they realize, or maybe they do realize the effect that they have and that's part of the agenda. They don't want men to be masculine. The director of the Avatar movie said that testosterone is a virus. It's like a cancer in all men. And they are working on getting a, a fi- a figuring out a way to get it out and eradicate it. And it's just like mind-boggling how they're trying to disturb the essence of men. Like, just leave men how they should be. Like, God made us the way we are for a reason. Testosterone is in men for a reason. So... This is what I mean, like, there's literally an attack on just straight men. Like, they're trying to sway the minds of straight men, or they're trying to attack you with your testosterone, trying to eradicate in that way the food, the the water. Like, there's so many ways they're coming at this. And I just really want to, again, shed light and not take light of it, because it's, it's a real agenda to feminize men. Because if the men are weak, then what? Then we have no protection. And then the women and children are going to be easily able to get attacked and get conquered and things like that when the men are weak. And this is something we really need to think on on a deeper level. For too long, we have allowed the media and social media and things like that influence the way we operate movies, television shows, radio shows. Like, there's just so much influence on us. And a lot of times, it's so intertwined that we don't realize that some of the influence is bad. Or a lot of us do realize it, but some of us don't. And so, these corporate giants, these media outlets these big wig companies they all have agendas and things that they seek to um put out and bring forth and we have to really understand that and one of those things um in general i know for sure is population control and what i mean by that i'm not saying that that's what the media percent people want to do per se but that's the bigger agenda the georgia guidestones and these things like that these are not fake these are not conspiracy. These are real things. That was a real life eradicated stone within different languages about the world needing to not have more than 500,000 people when we know there's seven plus billion people on the world in the world. 
And so I say that to say, if you just step back for a second and think on it, emasculation and feminization of the man would serve their purpose because if more men are feminized and are not liking women, less procreation is happening. Less procreation, procreation, excuse me, less uh, human babies, and that ties into population control. They want less people here on this planet, so it's more malleable, more controllable for these powers that be, for these large families that control the earth, for that 1% of elites and all that. Like, that is the overall agenda, and I just really wish that majority of people would understand that and not buy into that narrative. You know, in the black culture, I see that it's easy for a black man to kind of elevate or yeah, rise to success when he's gay or when he does things that are feminine or when he does things that are like degrading to him or, or, or even on the flip side, even if it's not gay, it's, um, it's violent. It's super aggressive. It's super, you know, like warlike. And again, that even that still feeds into population control. So you can either be violent and be a street soldier and do all that. And you're going to help bring those numbers down. Or you can be, you know, gay. And it's no, I'm not a homophobic. I'm not, you know, against gay people at all. I'm just an observational type of person. So, and the observation is, if you're a gay man, you're not going to naturally procreate in that way. If you're a violent man, you're probably in the streets killing off people. Either way, it's a control of the population. And that is their biggest agenda. And that is what we're feeding into and we're helping. And unfortunately, these people in the media that sign these contracts, I really believe that a lot of these men that they put in our face as our like actors and rappers and musicians and, you know, comedian, all these things. A lot of these men, I believe, are actually bisexual, meaning that they're, they're you know what bisexual means. And so. I feel like when you're a bisexual, your mindset about things are different and you're more more okay with certain things than when you're not. Like a bisexual person or a bisexual man is going to be, excuse me, okay with certain things that a, a straight man is not going to be okay with. And that is part of why there's so much confusion in the media with certain men wearing dresses and certain men making these poses or even how ASAP Rocky posed with Rihanna or even just things like that. Like straight men are used to being at the forefront, used to being the leader, being the head. But a bi, a bi man will be okay with being led and being told what to do and, and things like that. And so This is just something that I've noticed, and this is something that I wanted to, again, shed light on. Because, again, the bigger bigger picture is, the big goal for them is population control. They do not want all these people on the planet, and they're going to try to bring that forth however they can. And so I just want more people to kind of be aware of that. So that we, we know what we're up against, amongst other things. But that's definitely one of the bigger agendas. Um, So I usually like to have some type of solution or like what we can do or like how we can help like ourselves in this manner, but there's not really much we can do in regards to these 
corporations and family elites wanting to have population control. But what we can do is stand up for ourselves and not allow emasculation or feminization in our communities and our areas where we can control it. Don't allow your sons to be emasculated. Don't allow the women, the moms, the grandmas, the aunties. Don't allow any type of emasculation or disrespect to the essence of a man. I I hate to see women tearing down men and emasculating and, yeah, I'm the big dog, you know, in that type of sense over a man. I hate to see that. We need our men strong. We need our men diligent. We need our men like warriors. We, We need our men. God made man for a reason. And if God wanted everyone to be feminine, we would just be a world full of women. Like there's obviously a yin and yang. There's obviously opposite. Like I just really believe that things are made. Nature is the way it is for order and structure. And the creator knew exactly what the creator was doing when the creator was creating. And I just don't appreciate the many agendas to take us down, to attack our psyche, to to bring us down, to have a struggle, to you know, and some of these things we can help um, in regards to our own psyche and our mindset and our well-being. Like we don't have to play into the narratives. Like I said, as women, we need to make sure we're not being disrespectful, or emasculating, or feminizing our sons. You know, like when I'm with my son, I'm I'm like, hey, I'm one of the boys. Like I'd rather be like a tomboyish type of vibe with my son than to be all girly and oh, his hands on his hip. And I, and I'm not taking away from those that do and things like that. That's your prerogative, but. My again, I'm keeping at the forefront that their goal is population control. They want our men to either be super violent and aggressive to take out people or they want them to be, you know, gay so that they won't procreate and be with women. And so, like I said, there's no way we can help that with in regards to their agenda. But we can in our communities by raising up strong, independent, critical thinking humans that don't fall into the traps, that don't let society tell them who they are and define them. We have to set our own code and we have to stand on that. I believe that we can do it. I really do. But we all have to stand together. We don't have to agree on everything, but it's certain things we need to recognize collectively and take a stance against, or we're all going to fall to the wayside. And that's the truth. And so I hope this episode shed light and just brought light to the agenda of feminization and the emasculation of men and how the society uses certain people and in the media. And so it skews the mindset, but just don't even don't even look to the media to as your leaders don't look to to your media to the media as inspiration you really have to tune that out because you don't know what these people are doing you don't know what contracts they're signing when they're taking these photo shoots the symbolism in them like everything does have a deeper meaning and i hope that people really understand that as well especially in 2023 like everything does have a deeper meaning little pictures and little photo shoots are very symbolic and very telling of the time and very influential. And so I hope that the takeaway from this episode is that we are in control of our thinking. We are critical thinkers and we don't let the society or social media or the media define who we are. We don't fall into the traps and we stand for something because if we don't, we will fall for anything. And I'm tired of seeing my people fall for any and everything. Thank you.
closing, I just want to say we need our men. We need our men. We need them strong. We need them strong-minded. And the attack on masculinity and the feminization and emasculation that goes on only tears down the men and the men's psyche. And again, we don't need that. And so I'm challenging us to be a little more aware of how we interact and how we treat our sons and, you know, the men in our family, because it starts in the home first. And of course, the media and things like that have an influence. But if we're solid in our homes, then that won't influence us as much because we know what's right and we know what's wrong. And so I just want us to be able to think for ourselves, be critical thinkers, not let the media influence us in negative ways that affect and tear down our individual homes. We cannot keep looking to love and hip hop to show us how to be lovers. We cannot keep looking at social media to show us how to go on dates. We just cannot keep doing that. We cannot. The comparisons the traps on social media, the agendas, like there's a lot of illusions. And I just want us to be strong and strong-minded so that we can raise up our community. If we don't stand for anything, we will fall. We will fall for everything. And so again, I wanna thank you for tuning in to picking up where my parents left off. I know this episode is a little more passionate and long-winded, but I just want to shed light and help wake up more people where I can. So thanks again for tuning in.